0: Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps.
1: Welcome to Queen City Creeps, your favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. It's me, Sarah, here with Shelby. Hello. And Jennifer. Hi. And we are here to talk about the crazy things that we do <laughs> to people that we love. Or what oh. we don't do to people we love. Today we're going to discuss murder murder of your spouse. Love it. Spouses, much like the praying mantis, are you willing to bite the head? Off of your post-coital lover. No. No?
0: I mean, if it helps with... The evolution of the species. I mean, obviously there's a we, we read that article recently that basically said that it actually it's helps.
1: Better. It does. It it actually increases the number of eggs that the female praying mantis does if she bites the head off of her partner because it doesn't happen every time, guys. Right. Twenty five percent of the time.
0: But I'm also a little sketched out because I'm the one getting his head bitten off in the situation. <laughs> right.
1: What's great is I told my husband about that study, and he was like, I get my head bit off twenty-five percent of the time too. Ha 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 ha. Fucking eg- hilarious.
0: Like the top comment. Comment on that post, which yeah. was just fantastic. It's marriage, you guys. Exactly, marriage. Same shit.
1: Okay, but we're all in relationships. What What would it take for you to kill your spouse? Like, what is the closest to murder that you've ever gotten? Do you think, or been murdered? For some of us in this room,
0: have Have you been murdered? <laughs> just out of curiosity.
1: <laughs> How close to murder have you been? Either doing the murder or being the murder.
0: Ah. Uh. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'd be happy to kick this one off, I suppose, because i you might not know this about me, but I'm a very important man. A lot of assassination attempts have been made on me.
1: Shelby, oh. I'm so excited. Like... I've been really disappointed in your stories lately, and I'm I'm needing you to step the fuck up. No,
0: I'm I'm very aware that I'm just a handsome clickbait article to you. I've come to terms with that fact.
1: (laughs) You are handsome.
0: You won't believe what happens next, and you get to the end, and you're like, "That wasn't fucking worth it."
1: Damn it! I clicked through all those ads for nothing. Right. (laughs) Then the best case is nothing. Then
0: the best case scenario is you just read through the comment section to find the most interesting racial slur you've never heard before, and then you move back on about your day. That's Hmm. me. Hmm. Anywho, so I've. I'm not gonna throw a number out there 'cause it's a it's too high of a number. But I've had uh, oh, several several attempts made in my life, all by people that I had at some point been inside of. Ew!
1: <laughs> that is Yep. Okay, continue. That, that's harder than you laugh that's... at any of my stories <laughs> up to this
0: point, so that's great. Aww. Um so I think my favorite one, because I, d- I actually did tell the story uh, not that long ago about the girl who had run me over.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so that
0: one was already out there. Is she crazy. One of my favorite ones was uh, a girl that I was seeing at one point who was, I'm going to say maybe a hundred pounds, pretty pretty slight little thing. Ooh. Obviously, I am not. I am I am three times her. <laughs> so you can imagine that this would be a little awkward in a lot of areas of that relationship.
1: Was she on top a lot?
0: It it was for the best.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But this one time, she got it in her head that I was going to leave her. I don't really know where that came from. What I know is that I had been drinking a lot, shocked. (laughs) And I'm sure I probably said something that indicated I wasn't especially happy. I don't know what went on. But... But mm-hmm. what I do know is I woke up with her trying to smother me with a pillow.
2: Holy fuck. Oh. Keep she's in mind. She's a hundred pounds. She's a third
0: of me. Yeah. So I'm still breathing. I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally laying there going, this bitch is trying to kill me. Well, it it, it crossed out, But it was a really calm realization compared to what it should have been, I feel yeah. like. Because I could still breathe. I was just like, why is there a pillow in my face? Oh. Oh. Someone's <laughs> trying to murder me right now. I should probably address this. So at that point in my in in my booze-addled brain, I thought, well, I can be able to throw her off me, right? <laughs> so I bench pressed this human being across the room.
2: Yes.
0: Because again, it really settled in at one point that I was I wasn't going to die, but that I could have died had she gotten more creative or somehow stronger. Mm-hmm. And so she launch padded off the bed, and I kind of stood <laughs> up confused and went what the fuck and she goes I thought you were going to leave me I said well I fucking am now
2: because you're trying me with a Wait. Pillow. So she didn't want you to leave her,
1: but then she tries to murder you. Yeah, because it's like a Romeo and Juliet thing. She'll yeah. kill him and then kill herself. That is so stupid.
2: I don't if know it's if it's good that enough was
1: the for plan. Shakespeare. It's good enough for Shelby,
2: okay, Jennifer. I feel like she was being a little fucking dramatic. Whatever.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> was was that a little too much drama for you in that yes. one? My bad. <laughs> yes. I'll scale down my murder porn going forward. <laughs> But yeah, so that was one of a couple of different times that I've uh, had an attempt made in my life by somebody that I was intimate with.
2: Oh
1: jeez.
0: And apparently what it takes is the possibility of me at some point leaving.
1: Only for certain people. I mean, hmm. some people will be like GTFO, ma'am.
0: Right. Some people will just be happy to see me go.
1: We love to watch you walk away.
0: I know. I'm aware. <laughs> There there is one girl that's still waiting on me to come back from getting a pack of cigarettes. So
2: Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah,
0: that was a that was a different story entirely. Another mm-hmm. another attempted murder, I guess. It's it's Bye. weird to call it an attempted murder, because it wasn't a good attempt.
1: It was a half ass attempt.
0: Right. Again, full it,
1: ass that. Full asset.
0: <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Anyhow. Full
1: ass that. Don't half ass things, full ass things. Oh right.
0: Especially spousal murder.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Got it. I
2: mean, if you're going to attempt, you might as well just, like, you know, finish the job. Oh, I'm with you,
0: dude. The day I I decide to kill my spouse, my spouse is dying.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You're not going to, like, plot it? I mean, because it would be premeditated, so that makes sense. Right. Yeah. It's
0: the last thing you want.
1: Passion. You honestly
0: want it to look real slashy and just, like, really out of control. Yeah. But have the plan. Just don't write it down. Right. Like an idiot.
1: Exactly. Who the fuck does that? Journals?
0: Right. Who, who writes down murder <laughs> plans?
1: iPhone notes. That stuff is traceable, you guys.
0: Exactly. Perfect. What do, you, what do you think, Jennifer?
1: Oh, I don't
2: know. I feel like Alex puts up with a lot from me. <laughs> But I feel like I put up quite a bit from him, too. so Because he's, like, a mess. But, like, I'm a crazy person. You are. That's accurate. Yeah. yeah.
0: We've heard all about how exciting you are. So <laughs>
2: Right. I think the only thing, like, for me to cause violence, I don't think I would murder unless it was real bad. But... I have told him before that if he ever cheated on me, I would probably cut his dick off and, like, feed it to him. Yeah, no, I've said but eerily similar things. But, yeah. like, I don't know if I'd really do that. But, like... The thought has like, crossed your mind. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I don't want to deny you, but I have heard that so many times from different people saying, Oh, if he ever cheats on me, I'm cutting his dick off. All my friends still have their dicks.
2: Interesting. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to
0: start owning up to those promises. Okay. Because, honestly, it's making for a culture where we can just do whatever we want, apparently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex, if you're listening, don't do it. Just don't do it. The
0: threat of dick violence is real, Alex.
2: Exactly. If, at least down here it is.
1: So that's it? Like, just I guess.
2: Know? I mean, he would have to do some crazy-ass shit for me to, like, because li- I love him so much. Like, I know that sounds so stupid and corny, I but, like, I really little do. Little <laughs> so, like, I would, he would have to do some crazy-ass shit. Hmm.
1: That's, like, the sweetest I think I've ever heard Jennifer be. Really I was. Was. <laughs> I was like, wow. It
0: honestly caught me off guard. I was like, what do I even <laughs> say to that? She's being genuine right now. I know.
1: I was like.
2: What's I would for gasping? sure throw things at him. And, like, I've thought yeah. about, like, pushing him down the stairs <laughs> a few times. But not to, like, cause, like, him to die. Just for, like, harm. And comedy yeah comedy. exactly
0: <laughs> but then who takes care of him if he breaks some shit i know yeah that's, you have... how, that's
2: how you can't leave you right if, yeah you I, I injure him mm-hmm.
0: I've, I've never known you'd have a mommy complex though and that's exactly yeah. what that sounds oh, like oh for sure no, not. that's so,
2: weird no
1: i don't like that just saying um well i will say that i've probably been closer no okay so i love tyler as well do you? Sometimes. <laughs> I like how, you, I like how to
0: preface these stories with that.
1: <laughs> so, I so love I, Tyler. So I love my
0: husband. This is one time I almost killed him.
1: <laughs> no, like after I had Eliza, I really struggled with postpartum anxiety. And there wasn't anything to do with like my issues with Eliza. Like I loved her. She was wonderful. Like no problems bonding with her. But I was literally pissed at Tyler all the time like I hated him so much <laughs> was he acting like an idiot though or like no, normal I mean, Tyler I, it, well normal Tyler okay. normal new dad like yeah. there was a there's just a lot that goes into it and it's a really stressful time like the first hundred days after having a baby are literally the hardest point in any mom's life but also for like new dads too because they're also not sleeping but there's a lot less that they can do because like the mom's the food source so yeah. you know it's really stressful and I it did a lot of really mean things like I was really really hateful but at one point he brought home dinner from Chipotle. I love Chipotle and he brought me these tacos and they put too much sour cream on them and I cried and threw them at his head. <laughs>
2: I knew that was the the throwing of the taco and I don't
1: really remember this happening but I've been told that it happened because as previously mentioned I have blackout rages but that was the tipping point where I was like I probably need to go to a doctor because I am psychologically unhinged at this point like it's not good
0: but it was a taco it wasn't going to kill him well
1: (laughs) but I mean the amount of rage that I felt over the excessive amount of sour cream on these tacos it was too much it just, it wasn't normal. I feel like it could have escalated to murder very quickly. Soft taco, crunchy taco. Soft taco. Oh, what the fuck? It's Chipotle! It's
0: not like you went on with a handle the stick. they even
1: have... Shelby's like, he was asking for it at that point. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> but it wasn't even really necessarily wrong. It was just the amount it of sour an, cream. It was an
1: excessive amount. And it, like, was messy. You could take and it I, off, like, though. I, It was bad. It was real bad.
2: Wow, I thought it was a completely wrong order. Mm-hmm. No, so- that would be unreasonable. No. <laughs> then you um, would just cut his head off, right? Right, or yeah. his dick, or that, yeah. <laughs> and use that for my taco meat. So, oh, <laughs> oh god,
0: I mean, if you season it right, Ew. but it it just it concerns me that your threshold is as low as it is. It. it I, I know that there were some other psychological issues there, going yeah, on at the time, but yeah. your threshold was pretty fucking low.
1: There is a lot of rage in this small body, you guys. That's true, <laughs> but I don't. I mean. Looking back on it, like, you realize that you were being crazy. And right now, like, I don't think I would kill Tyler. Although he does have a really good life insurance policy. So. Oh. Well, like I said, we're going to talk about the giggling granny today and her tendency to murder her husbands. So, are you guys ready? Yes. Super ready. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, Nanny Doss was, to all accounts, a lovely child growing up. She had a very sweet disposition. She was beautiful. She loved to laugh and she was really smart. And then when she was 7, she was on a train. The train stopped and she bashed her head up against a metal pole and it cracked her head so hard that you could actually see the bone. Yo. So
0: so she flew out of her seat into a pole, I assume. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it she did severe damage to her frontal lobe. And as we all know, that can definitely affect your personality. Yeah. And after that point, she was still, like, this really sweet, loving child, but she would go into rages. And, like, her family just didn't know what to do with her at that point. So it was almost like two sides of a personality. So there's that.
0: I also hate riding the train.
1: Right? (laughs) Who the fuck rides a train? So her father was psychologically abusive. And he would always dictate, like, what his wife and daughters did and wore. They weren't allowed to go out to social events as part of the town. They were in church all the time. But he didn't go out of his way to protect her. And when she was 14 and raped by multiple men, he did absolutely nothing and told her she was a liar. Wow. Yep. Cool. So that's cool.
0: So how... Did she get herself into a situation where she was raped by multiple men at 14 years old?
1: Um, I think that she was just out walking, like, from the store or okay. something like that. Like, it wasn't like she was out gallivanting. Well, she,
0: no, I was just wondering, because I've a lot of those abuse cases like that, it's more of a...
1: Like, maybe the dad da da
0: Selling them off to
1: people oh, kind
0: of thing. And I, I just no. kind of wondered about that, if that might have anything to do with it. But, I think
1: it was kind of she found herself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Not necessarily... That he sold her off.
0: Right. Not, yeah. not that he necessarily had anything to do with it. Right. It was just, okay, sorry, mm-hmm. I was just clearing my no, part fine. up.
1: So, other than that, kind of brutal loss of her childhood, her first real social interaction with the opposite sex was in 1921. She was 16. And instead of attending any more school, her dad made her start working in a linen factory. While she was working there, she met Charlie Braggs, who worked at the same factory, and took care of his unmarried mother. They started dating. He seemed really sweet. His mom seemed really nice. And within five months, trying to get away from her shitty, shitty father, they decided to get married. Wait, how old was she again? 16. Okay. Yep.
0: Makes sense enough to me.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And she genuinely hoped that Charlie was going to be, like, her ticket to freedom and to be, like, this loving, caring relationship. Because... For all that she didn't have a lot of interaction with the social, like, other opposite, she didn't dudes. have a lot of with dudes. <laughs> she didn't have a lot of interaction with dudes. Um, she read like the lonely hearts columns, and she read romance novels, and she, you know, had this very idealized version of what love would be in her head. I feel you, nanny. Uh huh. So yeah, she met Charlie and wanted wanted that, and expected that when she got married. Well, lo and behold, that didn't happen. As we all know, that's not what marriage is.
0: I don't know that.
1: I don't know that either. Guys, that's not
0: what marriage is. Okay, there we go.
1: So they had their first child in 1923, and then three more kids followed over the next three years. So she was popping out babies left and right. Damn. She didn't leave the house. She was constantly taking care of her children, and she was also taking care of her mother-in-law, who was a shithead as well like she raised a shithead son and she was just as overbearing and just as abusive as her uh, as nanny's dad had been so she was miserable there so charlie would go out and he would carouse around at bars and stuff and cheat on her and in order to make up for it and make herself feel better she started drinking alone at home after the kids would go to sleep
0: again feel you nanny yeah
1: <laughs> So, in 1927, soon after the birth of her fourth child, the two middle children died. Doctors assumed it was from food poisoning. Um, You can die? I mean... Yeah, little kids can. Really? Especially in the 20s, you shoot your guts out or whatever. Yeah, Damn. Um, It's really uncertain what the motives were for killing the two little girls, because there were no financial gain. She didn't get anything out of it. So, a lot of people think that it might have actually been like Munchausen by proxy, hoping that she would... Try and get help and get attention from other people by Mm -hmm. making her kids sick. So maybe some people also think it's possible she murdered them in revenge because it was around this time that like a lot of her husband's infidelities came to light. And so to get back at him, she killed her kids, two of them.
0: But that all came out later. Later. This wasn't, I mean, at the time it was food poisoning, was the official ruling,
1: right? Okay, right, right, right. But Charlie, her husband actually suspected that she had poisoned the children. So he left her and took their oldest daughter with him, but oddly left their newborn that she'd just had.
0: Doesn't seem like a great plan. Yeah, no. But also... Oh,
1: also he left his mother behind and she died next.
0: Wow. Yep. (laughs) Ruiner of parts of stories.
1: Sorry! Wow. Okay, so after his mother died, Charlie came back, probably because, you know, funeral one and two... His mom's dead, so he's pretty excited. But he brought back his girlfriend and booted old Nanny Doss out of the house. So she was left homeless with the young baby and had to find a way to survive, unfortunately. So there's that. And it turns out Charlie Braggs is the only husband she didn't poison. Spoilers. Oh, wow. lucky him. I know. Big I know. Spoilers. So after the divorce, Nanny turned to the Lonely Hearts columns again and began writing into them, hoping to find a a nice young bachelor.
0: Because she hadn't written those columns before. She had just been reading them. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah, she met her first husband the old-fashioned way at a linen factory. Not alone, he liked to call him.
0: Getting knocked up behind the loom machine or something. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like we all did.
1: So, through the lonely hearts column, she met Frank Harrelson, and he would write her these beautiful poetic letters. Like his turn of phrase was to die for. Super hot. I don't have any examples. Have, have <laughs> you Sorry. S- have you seen any examples? <laughs> no, but I'm,
0: I'm kind of aroused just hearing about Frank right now. Oh. So I need to hear about this.
1: You get a half boner pretty easily. That's true.
0: You get a half on pretty easily. That's accurate. Also Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. (laughs) Also, I enjoy a man who can pen some good poetry.
1: There you go. I'll try and find some. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, perfect. All right. So she met him and very quickly married him because she was for sure that she had found her prince charming. Like, this is the love she had waited for, right? Hmm. So old nanny was 24. Harrelson was 23. They met and married, and the couple, along with Melinda and Florine, those are her daughters, lived together in Jacksonville, Florida, because Florida. Unfortunately, Nanny then found out she again married a man with the cha- had not married a man with the character of her romance novel men. Harrelson turned out to be drunk. He's a poet. Well, accurate. I <laughs> uh, turned out to be a drunk. He was deeply in debt, and his favorite pastime was actually to get into bar fights. And then when he got kicked out of the bar, he'd come home and beat up Don Nanny. That was his pastime? Favorite pastime. Oh, yes. So, unable to support herself and her remaining daughters financially, Doss actually stayed married to this guy for 16 years. What? Yeah. In 1943, Doss's oldest daughter had her first child, a son named Robert, and another in 1945. But the second child died soon after being born for unexplained reasons. Later, Nanny's daughter recalled that when she was in and out of consciousness after her difficult delivery of the second child, her mother was holding the baby and she felt sure that her mother had stuck a hat pin into the head of the infant, but no proof was ever found. What is a hat pin? It's like a really long, thin pin. Like, the ladies would wear their hair bundled up on top of their head and they put the hat on top and the pin would stick in it like a pointy bobby pin. Okay. To keep the hat from blowing off. So like if somebody stabbed an infant with how soft their head is, like yeah. with a pin, it would go in easily, mm. and you would fucking die, for sure. Yeah, I Makes feel sense. like
0: that's a pretty gruesome uh, image. Yeah. To I mean to consider the fact that she was in and out of consciousness, you don't really know that, but yeah. it's still
1: that you would never look at your mom the same way. Obviously,
0: I also wonder. If that daughter, because that was her biological daughter, is right? That correct. Okay, it's her firstborn. Right. Ro- okay, so then the other two, the middle children that she killed, mm-hmm. is this daughter thinking that too? Maybe because that could frame it a little bit differently. Well,
1: there's. Hold on, there's more. Hold so, <laughs> on July seventh, in nineteen forty-five, two years later, Nanny was taking care of the same daughter's son, Robert. And after she and her daughter had had a fight over Doss' disapproval of the daughter's new boyfriend, Robert died of what doctors said was asphyxiation from unknown causes. So she killed her, sec- her first-grandkid.
0: Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Within a few months, Doss had collected a $500 insurance policy that she'd taken out on the boy previously.
0: So on that note, I'm curious about this, because you said, obviously, Tyler has a, an impressive insurance policy or whatever. <laughs> but what is the legality of taking out a life insurance? Because this happened a lot in, yeah, I mean, the I 30s, mean, 40s, whatever. Exactly. People would take out, like, multiple tremendous life insurance policies on people they didn't know.
1: I feel like you can't – and again, I might be wrong – because Tyler and I do have a very 1950s relationship, and he just handles all the money stuff. But it's I feel because I'm like,
2: bad at math,
1: probably. I, and really he has, has all, all money. the money. That's true. Right,
0: you, just, <laughs> you, you just cook and ball out babies like you're supposed yeah. to do. It mm,
1: that's awful. Okay. Um, I don't think you can take out a life insurance policy on someone else anymore. Like, I think they have to sign off on it.
0: Well, now, yes. But I'm curious about how that worked back then, because there's been numerous... Yeah. stories I've read where it's like oh yeah there were three different hundred thousand dollar life insurance policies on this person from three different people
1: yeah I'm I like, don't well, know well if I can
0: just start taking out random policies on people fuck I got this thing figured out at we, this point
1: we need a life insurance specialist to come in and tell us about how all these policies worked that, that sounds really boring sounds like the most dull no Queen listen Creeps guys ever. guys guys we can have a life life insurance policy person come in and that's also really <laughs> interested in true crime and they can come tell us about life insurance policies and also like H.H. Holmes or some other murderer that made a shit ton of money off of life insurance.
0: I don't feel like a passion for serial killers is why you got into life insurance.
1: <laughs> but they're not mutually Ugly. exclusive. Yeah,
0: they kind of are. Not really.
1: It's like you have to investigate the murder to make sure the person hadn't been murdered and then you can give them the money.
0: A lot of it just seems like reading contracts and cutting checks to me, man. I don't know.
1: You gotta find the right one. If you are a life insurance policy, why are you saying life
2: insurance? <laughs> stop I can't it. Say it. If you said an, it before.
0: If you're an interesting human being and also somehow a life insurance agent,
1: <laughs> if please. You're better, come, if you're better at adulting than we are and know how these things or work,
0: pronouncing your job title, <laughs> then shoot us an email at queencitycreeps at gmail.com
1: okay anyway. now it's, now
0: sarah with the weather
1: <laughs> okay so she just killed our killed off her kid her grandkid, grandkid robert second grandkid in july of 1945 so in september of 1945 frank harrelson died and doss would later say that he had come home drunk and he had viciously raped her the next day, acting on revenge, she poured a full thing of rat poison into his corn whiskey jar and then watched as he died a painful and miserable death that he deserved.
0: How much rat poison can you comfortably drink in a <laughs> jar of know. corn whiskey?
1: <laughs> I thought rat poison came in pellets.
0: <laughs> okay, well, not the point. But
1: I thought, even still, yeah. I, like corn
0: whiskey is strong shit. I get that. Mm-hmm. But rat poison is also pretty strong shit, I would think.
1: Evidently enough for you to die very painfully
0: does that mean slowly
1: shit yourself to death how does bat poison mm-hmm. kill you any ideas Anyone? it's just poison Anyone? man it's just poison, yeah but different man. poisons kill you in different ways like some poisons make you shit yourself to death some make your heart speed up some make it slow down really fast some make your lungs stop working like they all work in different ways We'll do, t- we'll do an episode about poisons.
0: I hope Tyler never listens to this episode. He's going to be real nervous.
1: <laughs> Tyler knows how interesting you, all of this you, is to me. You so know a fun.
0: lot about poisons. You know about the life insurance policy. And you had taco rage.
1: <laughs> I did have taco rage. So, she killed off this old rapist. And <laughs> she decided that she needed to get another husband. So she returned to the classified ads. And within two days of meeting each other, she found her next victim. His name was Arlie Lanning. And they were married. So just like her late husband, Lanning was an alcoholic, but at least not a violent one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Nanny, enjoy
0: your standards.
1: So he would get hammered drunk and then just pass out, and Nanny would leave. She'd just leave for weeks and sometimes months at a time. She could just peace out and do whatever the fuck she wanted. Huh. So in 1950, after two and a half years of marriage, Lanning became ill and died. And at the time, the doctors thought that he died of a heart attack brought on by the flu that was going around. I mean, he'd shown all the symptoms, he had fever, vomiting, stomach pains, and with his history of drinking, the doctors believed his body simply succumbed to it, and no autopsy was ever performed. So. So we don't know how he actually died? Oh, we do. Oh, okay, cool. Before we get
0: into that, how long were they together before he died?
1: Two and a half years.
0: Now, that was marriage and everything? Like, how, long uh-huh. did they, how long did they date before they got married?
1: Two Is
0: days. Okay. <laughs> so I don't mean to call her methods into question here. But it seems to me that if you got to know somebody for longer than two days, then you might be able to see that they're a An drunk and mm-hmm. uh, maybe not deal with them. Because like, I could hide alcoholism for like four days tops. <laughs> After that, it's real obvious. But if we're already hitched by then, you're stuck with me.
1: That's true. But that's, she did. She that's didn't the rule have... of the 1940s. <laughs> the thing is, is she had at least one child still to take care of. Sure. She didn't have. Really, any means by this point of taking care of herself? She literally was just hopping from dude to dude trying to find someone to take care of her, Story someone of to life. fulfill these like romantic needs. I feel you, Nanny. Yep, you and Nanny you could be best friends
0: <laughs> until you're
1: her type until, Shelby? She, until
0: she murdered me. Yeah, it would be <laughs> yeah. great, I guess.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm also not
0: marriage material, so I might actually be safe on that one.
1: That's true. Okay. So, Lanning's house was actually left to his sister and not his wife. So, within two months after his death, the house burned down. Oh. Funny story. So, the sister never took ownership.
0: Damn flammable houses. Um,
1: (laughs) Nanny then moved in temporarily with her mother-in-law, but when she received an insurance check to cover the damages of the burnt house, she took off. Nanny Nanny then decided to be with her sister, Dovey, who was dying of cancer. Just before she was set to move into her sister's home, the mother-in-law that she had been living with died. Not surprisingly, Dovey died soon after, too, in, Di- in Nanny's care.
2: What kind of name is Dovey? What kind Sim- of name is Nanny? To Nanny?
1: I mean, that's stupid, too, but... I was
0: actually going to ask her if Ugh. that was her real name. That's yeah. the only
2: name I've ever found for her, Okay, yeah.
0: Nanny Doss it is.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: dumb. Okay. So, it was...
0: <laughs> is that your qualm with this story? Yes. <laughs> okay. So,
1: at this point, Nanny decided that instead of limiting her search for a husband through the classified ads she'd try and join a singles club. Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: Just start wiping them out in great numbers.
1: She joined the Diamond Circle Club, in which she met her fourth husband, Richard L. Morton of Emporia, Kansas.
0: Diamond Circle Club, that's that strip club down by the freeway, right? Yeah, huh? Okay, thought so.
1: Yep, <laughs> the one that used to be four-play, but now it's something different. Right. Uh-huh. Okay, so the two married in October of 1952 and made their home in Kansas, And, guys, unlike her previous husbands, Morton was not an alcoholic. Oh, my god! But he was
0: adulterous.
2: Oh, no, no, no.
0: He was what? I'm sorry.
1: An adulterer. He was adulterous.
0: He was adulterous. Uh Uh-huh. Yes.
1: So, Mm. when Nanny learned that her new husband was seeing his old girlfriend on the side, he didn't have long to live. (laughs) Besides, well, that's, that's dramatic. <laughs> do you like I, that I write these like in the most dramatic I, I ways do. possible Un,
0: Unbeknownst to him, his time was almost numbered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> his days were numbered. Yeah. Okay. Besides you guys, she already had her sights on a new man from Kansas named Samuel, Samuel Doss. Doss.
0: Of Nanny Doss? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That makes more sense now, actually.
1: But before she could take care of Richard... Her father died, and then her mother, Louisa, came for a visit, and then within days, her mother was dead after complaining of severe stomach cramps. What the fuck? <laughs> her husband, Morton, succumbed to the same fate three months later, and after the death of Morton, Nanny moved in and became Mrs. Samuel Doss. da da so, mm.
0: so they were banging on the side before that, though, right?
1: I mean, uh, I mean, Maybe.
0: She had, sights, had her side set on him and how long between them and yeah, okay. So yeah, everybody on the side.
1: Probably. Okay. So Sam Doss was a Nazarene minister who was dealing with the death of his wife and nine of his children who were killed by a tornado. So he Shit. just lost his wife and nine children wow, oh, yeah, to right. a tornado. That's
0: a fucking Nazarene reset button if I've ever heard of one.
1: Right. <laughs> so unlike the other man Min and Nanny's life, Sam Doss was actually a really good guy. He was not a drunk. He was not a womanizer, and he was not a wife abuser. He instead was a decent, church-going man who fell truly head over heels in love with Nanny. Unfortunately,
0: dun dun dun.
1: He was also really fucking boring. Oh
0: God. <laughs> he
1: led a re- regimented life and expected the same of his new bride. She was not allowed to read romance novels. She couldn't watch love stories on television. And by golly, bedtime was at nine thirty every night. Wow.
0: What time they go to sleep though?
1: so he also kept very tight control over the money and gave very little to his new wife so of course like this did not sit well with nanny and she returned to her home in alabama and stayed there until he agreed to sign her onto his checking account so she could spend money so when the couple reunited she had access to his money she decided now would be a good time to take care to act like the caring doting wife that she should have been this whole time, and convinced that she'd changed, she actually talked him into taking out two life insurance policies, leaving her as the only benefactor.
0: I mean, who else was there going to be that was nine kids are dead? That's true.
1: That's true. So, almost before the ink had dried, Samuel was actually in the hospital complaining of stomach problems. Nanny's first attempt to kill him was with arsenic-laced prune cake. It failed. Wow. He only spent a month recovering in the hospital.
0: Give me another slice of that prune cake. (laughs) Jesus.
1: Within weeks of him returning home after being in the hospital for a month with this, like, attempted poisoning, she actually slipped arsenic into his coffee, and he died soon after. So, like, she needed a little bit more time between the two of you guys. And this final murder would actually prove to be her undoing. The physician who treated Doss originally and then saw him come back to the hospital, suspected foul play. And he convinced Nanny that they should do an autopsy because it could save lives in the future if he could figure out the illness that had caused the sudden death in her husband.
0: But he was already suspicious of Oh, but him. it was like, foul it was, play. It, it was already like, I'm going to oh, yeah. go in and find that arsenic real quick. Or
1: some sort of poison. I'm going to figure yeah. out what happened. Yeah. So when he did the autopsy, he actually found enough arsenic in Doss's body to kill a horse shit a literal fucking horse
0: like a regular sized horse
1: <laughs> oh you know like a mini pony just kidding a regular sized horse
0: big ass horse wh- okay yeah
1: yeah. so he alerted the police they brought in Nanny Doss for questioning and eventually charged her with murder so under inter- interrogation and in return for being able to keep a romance novel with her at all times Nanny confessed to killing her husbands husbands plural
0: can I be honest with you right now uh huh I don't know how much arsenic would take to kill a horse <laughs>
1: <laughs> neither
2: do i i don't honestly it's, either is it
0: like a scarface like pile of arsenic or i thought that we, was coke there was coke but, oh i mean okay he snorted at the entire movie you'd think he would have died a lot be sooner a lot, yeah mm. i don't know how much arsenic is a lot of arsenic i guess
1: i don't know either
0: if you're an arsenic expert
1: <laughs> if you know anything about arsenic let us know you guys, I'm going to do an episode about poisons just for you.
0: That's totally I hope fine. i really excited I, about I it. I feel like I don't know nearly enough <laughs> because I'm sitting here like, enough to kill a horse to me sounds like, I, I mean, like, th- uh, this much arsenic. Like, it's, I don't know. It's
1: smaller than a bread box.
0: It's smaller than, okay. <laughs> I
1: would but think like, so. But, like, how would you
0: get it in the horse?
1: <laughs>
2: and it's water. You just put it in the water and just, you know. What's water? The, the horse is The drinking horses it. water. The horse is getting coffee. I already did. <laughs> what? I'm
1: so confused. Well, that doesn't
0: fit into his diet plan at all.
1: Interesting. Okay, let me get through this.
0: Sorry. Okay.
1: <laughs> so after she confessed to killing her husbands, they actually did exhumations of several bodies, and all of them had either died of rat poisoning and arsenic. So, in all, she confessed to killing four of her husbands. Her mother, her sister, her grandson Robert, and Arlie Lang's mother. She did not confess to killing her own father.
0: Hmm. She wasn't even around the house. She wasn't really home whenever he died, though, was she?
1: Her father? Yeah. No, I, he was poisoned.
0: Oh, for some reason I thought father that she and went mother home came to
1: visit. Her father died first, and then her mother died. I oh. thought. And then her I husband. thought her
0: dad died, and then her mom came to visit her after he died. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway.
1: But so yeah, it's kind of weird. Like the people that she admitted to killing doesn't match up to the number of people she did fucking kill. So people think it's interesting like why she would admit to those and not others. Like she only admitted to killing one of her grandchildren.
0: That's that's why I wonder if that was a real Isn't that thing. Weird? Because obviously it was kind of a fever dream that she saw it in anyway. So
1: Right. Mm. So despite being a horrific murderer, Nanny seemed to enjoy the limelight. And she would often joke about her dead husbands and the methods that she used to kill him, such as, or kill them, such as her sweet potato pie that she often laced with arsenic. What the fuck? Yep. All during her trial, she was very cheerful and good-natured. She laughed and joked and would just, like, play off the deaths of her victims like it was no big deal. Is that why she's called the Giggling yes. Granny? yes. Pointing out that her glibness and lack of remorse and empathy are all red flags for a psychopathic personality disorder, going back to where her like cracking her head open when she was little.
2: Oh gotcha. It was
1: frontal lobe injury. So on May seventeenth of nineteen fifty five, the judge presiding over her case severely doubted that she was sane and just gave her a life sentence rather than the death penalty because they did try her in Oklahoma and that would be a death penalty state. So Yep. In 1963, after spending eight years in prison, she died of leukemia in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. So, she was only charged, I believe, for three total murders. Like, they had proof of three murders that she confessed to of her husband's. Most people believe that Nanny may have actually killed up to 11 total people. And there were the exhumations, but again, like, there's no proof she did it. Like, it would be kind of... I mean, based on the fact that she kills everybody with arsenic and rat poison, yeah, she probably fucking did. But she didn't admit to it, and there's no proof.
0: So. Well, to call her a serial killer is interesting, just because she killed people she was close to. Yeah,
1: and that's not a mm-hmm. normal thing. I mean, no. most of
0: them, it's like they don't they don't, they, don't, they want to know as little about the people they're killing as possible. Whereas she got to know them intimately, and then decided, "Oh, you booze too hard. Time for some arsenic it, pie."
1: It's interesting <laughs> to me because, like the men all did fit that mold of, hey, you're an alcoholic. Hey, you come home and hit me. Hey, you're gonna be a horrible fucking person. And she probably felt justified in doing it. But then with Artie, or like, the uh, preacher, she felt justified because he was trying to control her. You know what I mean? mean? And uh, like, her parents let it, like, it was, it's, it's not serial killer in the fact that like, she likes killing a shit ton of people. It's she is vindicating everything that she's doing.
0: Well, and it's, and and it's not even that. I mean, yeah, maybe she has a type, but we all have a type when it comes to dating, marriage, whatever the case might be. That's true. Some of us more so than others, but
2: aesthetically.
0: The, the point I'm trying to make is, yeah, she she picked the same kind of dudes because that's what everybody does. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. kind of has that mold that they fit and tweak until they find what they really want. I guess. But with her, she was going into it thinking, oh, I'm not going to kill this one, mm. it seems like. You know, she she didn't walk into this marriage going, you know, someday, Sam, <laughs> I'm going to poison the <laughs> fuck out of
1: you. I'm going to poison the shit out of that sweet potato pie.
0: Right. And that's, that, it's just weird to me because obviously she probably knew in the back of her mind that every relationship she was ever in was going to end with her mm-hmm. murdering somebody because that's how it always ended.
1: Well, and it's cool. I mean, not cool, but.
0: It sounds cool. It
1: sounds so <laughs> cool. Um. When they talked about how when she was little, like, she had this really sweet, charming personality, and just, like, a switch would flip, and she'd be fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Right. I worry about that with Eliza. Head drama, you guys. Nah, she'll be okay.
0: She's got a lot of head, though. She's She's got a
1: whole lot of head. There's a lot of head on that baby. 99 percentile. What, what? (laughs) What, what? All right, so what call-outs did we do today? Like, we need somebody who's good with poisons... Somebody's good with life insurance. Good with poisons or no? Knowledgeable, about knowledgeable.
0: Okay. Honestly, I want somebody poison. that's used them. I, I want. <laughs> I want to talk to somebody that really knows their shit. All
1: right. Yeah. So, life insurance policy people,
0: poison what experts, else? poison experts. We could actually just call the poison hotline and be like, "Hey, I need you to explain something to me. How much arsenic going you take to
1: get?"
2: <laughs> 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 I'm sure you could go. I all don't of hate this idea.
0: Well, now I feel like they're going to on the other end of the line and go, "Where'd you get arsenic?" That's not a thing anymore that I'm aware of. Not really. How big of a horse?
2: <laughs> I'm how? sure that's probably what they would ask.
0: I mean, if they're being professional about it. sure. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I need to know the, you know, how many pounds the horse is. Right. Because how, m-
0: how many pounds of arsenic can this horse eat before he literally <laughs> just kills over? <laughs> it's an important question and one that I feel they get paid very handsomely to answer.
1: Yes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you find the answer? <laughs> no poisoning horses common toxic substances the com says hold on your guide to equine health care i feel
0: like there's gonna be a list of shit that horses can't eat it's not how much arsenic a horse can't eat before it literally dies
1: yeah that's accurate there's so many things they can't have you guys
0: is arsenic on that list
1: yes (laughs) industrial toxins venomous animals
0: they can't eat this venomous animals. This is fucking animals. stupid.
1: We're going to have to just post this on social media because we're going to have to do some math. It's going to be horrible. So, cool. <laughs> Guys, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about anything to do with Nanny Doss, any of her husbands that she killed, or what exactly a hat pin is, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or at creeps at gmail.com. And again, if you'd like to come on and tell us about poisons or life insurance policies, hit us up there too. Thanks for listening and have a good night. Bye.